Earthsavers and welcome back to the show. I'm super excited today to be sitting with my friend Willie Krong from A Plastic Ocean Foundation. Hello everyone. Willie, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Firstly, tell me a little bit about A Plastic Ocean Foundation. So, A Plastic Ocean Foundation is a local charitable organization. So, we found back in 2013. So, we focus a lot on ocean conservation. Our main, main philosophy is people and ocean. We bring people back to the ocean and take everyone's efforts to recover ocean to its healthier state. Wonderful. So that's a really important theme, is that idea of the ocean's healthiest state. And I think it doesn't take a lot of imagination to know that we can look around, even where we are today, we're outside on the top of IFC, we can see the harbour behind us, that there is a lot of rubbish floating in the sea. The sea is not in its best condition, right? So what are some of the projects that you are working on at a Plastic Ocean Foundation to tackle this problem? So one of the challenges we are seeing is the rising sea level and also the extreme weather. Because of climate change, because Hong Kong is a harbour city, so there are more and more severe rainstorm, typhoon, flooding occurring around, particularly in the low-lying areas. So one of our key initiatives is on the living shoreline. So we we right now we are using by what like oyster like clam fish. So we are putting in them into cages and so that they can become a seawater dam. So they can withstand the, the, the ocean intrusion and also withstand some of the waves. So as so as to protect the coastline. That's really interesting. So putting clams and oysters into cages, creating a dam with them. They're a really resilient animal anyway, right? Yes. They're a very resilient creature, but that's actually helping with the effects of soil erosion. What else can we use? What other living creatures? The other one is bamboo. 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 So because bamboo has been used in, in, in a lot of countries like Taiwan, like Southeast Asia. So right, well, a lot of them use bamboo to do a, like a bamboo wall along the coastline to prevent soil diverse entering the water bodies. So we're also using this in here in Hong Kong, like Habak Light. That's amazing, because I mean, when I think about the solutions that we have to have, a lot of the time people think that solutions need to be expensive and complicated, but you're saying something as simple and universal as bamboo could make an impact. That's what we call lateral basis solution. So we are using the lateral recover potential, the, the capability to recover from human's impact. So we are using all these lateral elements, put into a good management system and so that they can do their work basically to recover the leisure for ourselves. So tell me a little bit more about Living Shorelines is the, is the name of the project that you're working on. We've talked about oysters and clams being used as a dam using bamboo. Is there anything else? And also black soldier fly. So basically our entire project Living Shoreline is located in Tai O. So we use the bamboo, we use the oyster to help people to, uh, to face the climate challenge. We are using, we are also using the bamboo, the oyster to recover the desert, uh, so, um, sea bottoms. And also the black soldier fly also acts as a very interesting part. So black soldier fly is an insect, it basically eats everything, like organic, inorganic food, everything. So we're u also using them to help us to recover some of the abandoned farmland so that it can grow bamboo again and also help us to build a better reef cage. That's amazing. The black soldier fly. So you're saying this thing just has an amazing appetite. It will just eat things. It will clear space. 24-7. 24-7. And, <laughs> and it will make space to be able to re regrow, that things can come back the way they need to come back. Yes, exactly. So I guess we are also one of the very few organizations using all sorts of natural-based solutions to recover the environment. The good sign is they are not expensive. 
and also it creates a lot of social impacts as well because we are creating social like job opportunity for the retired farmers. We are providing job opportunity for the women so that they they can take care of our, our oysters as well as young people who wants to be in the sustainability area. So I guess the living shoreline one thing is it creates a lot of environmental good as well as social good. That's fantastic. So in Hong Kong, is this quite a unique thing that's happening? Is this something you've seen in other parts of the world? Are there other projects that are similar? Are we pioneers in any way? I think a plastic ocean is pioneer in this particular area because we've been using this into real practice, like residential five for the community, um, like bamboo in a lot of low different locations for against the flooding. So I guess we're pioneering. But of course, in terms of the regional, a lot of countries like China and also Malaysia has been using this kind of um, 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 solutions for the environment for a long, long time. So we are lagging behind, but in terms of Hong Kong, I guess we're pioneering. Fantastic. And then so um, how can other people get involved in some of the projects that you work on, Willie? So we need a lot of volunteers, like helping us to collect the oyster, keep track of the oyster healthy status. We need a lot of divers because we need people to dive into the water to collect data for us, as well as people helping us to grow bamboo. So this has been quite a fun experience for to inviting family to help us to do like a tree planting day, but a bamboo planting days. So we have all these kind of activities and welcome everyone to join. Wow, I do find the bamboo thing very interesting. I know bamboo is a super sustainable material to use because it grows really, really fast. I think I remember it was like three meters in a year or something. And also the carbon sinking capability of bamboo is even higher than a tree. So talking about the same plot of bamboo, the carbon sinking capability is 1.6 times than a tree's. So we can imagine um, that if we can grow bamboo, actually it can help us to absorb a lot of greenhouse gases. That's fantastic. Wonderful news. Thank you so much for your time today, Willie. Willie Kwong from A Plastic Ocean Foundation chatting to us on Savvy Earth Savers today. Until next time, bye-bye.